Welcome to Failure um, with me, Kenya Alon. Um, Asha, you are, I'm excited to have you. I'm super excited, I'm excited to have to you. I'm excited to be here. Welcome. I know you. this isn't the first time you've been back to Chicago, but welcome yeah. back this yes. time around. Um, I'm glad we were able to reconnect. I know we were just saying, I, what, it's been like two years, three yeah, years? Yeah, it's been a couple years. It's crazy because it doesn't feel like that long, but it has been that long. No, yeah, time doesn't mean anything anymore yeah. at all. Um, but uh, no, if you, real quick, if you don't know Asha, um, she is a writer for SNL, um, this most recent season. Um, and she also, uh, big news, recent news, dropping here, actually. <laughs> dropping here today. Dropping here today on the pod. Um, she is a Fresh Faces, a JFL Fresh Faces. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. That's thank super you. exciting. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I saw you, whatever, however many hundreds of days ago it was uh-huh. and um you kind of came out of nowhere yeah well yeah here like i was like i remember i was looking for um like personally i was in terms of how i came to meet i feel like you're like this sort of like mythical comedic <laughs> comedic creature <laughs> um but i remember like i was talking to a couple different people i think it was like marcus banks i was like hey i need I was like, I need another person on the show, whatever. I don't know who else. Because I was still kind of a baby to the scene myself. I just started mm-hmm. like doing stuff during pandemic. And he was like, he had recommended you. Yeah. And he was like, I'm always scared to go up after her. <laughs> and I was that's like, okay, awesome. well, that's a good sign. Yeah. And you closed out a show. You closed out my show. And I was just like, sight unseen. I was just like, yeah, I think she could do it. Marcus said she could do it. I think she could do it. <laughs> And you came on and it was just like, oh, whoa, okay, whoa, oh, wow. Like you can, This is the thing. I don't know. That's how it felt. That's Even awesome. It was in the middle of like a Parsons and like everyone's yeah. eating like chicken nuggets and like sh- fried shrimp. So like it wasn't like the most like glamorous of spaces. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, the it was typical, also super hot. Yeah, it was hot as hell. It was like the middle of <laughs> August. It was, like, so hot. Yeah, it was hot as hell. It was the middle of August. It was the most like thrown together sort of like space to have a show, but yeah. like whatever, we did it. It was super fun though. It was yeah, it was a fun time. Um, but no, yeah, I just remember yeah, you like crushed it and it was just like, Oh whoa, yeah, wow, she's yeah, really funny. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's crazy because yeah. I well, I started comedy like back in twenty 17 here i went to columbia okay and i was a comedy major oh okay but i was doing just like i wasn't do like i was never like grinding super hard Mm -hmm. i was kind of like doing college shows like places my friends would ask me i was like Mm -hmm. at the playground a lot or yeah i did um college night at the annoyance i was on a sketch team there mm-hmm. um and i was like opening up for like improv teams and stuff and like i was like not in like the club scene because mm-hmm. one i was too young mm-hmm. to be there and then also just like the culture it's like 
uh, I'm like like an 18 year old girl. I'm not gonna be hanging out with 30 year old dudes <laughs> all day. So that I feel like, like it seems like I came out of nowhere, but I was just like just kind of like doing my own thing, doing like it the underground. Off the side. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, the pandemic happened, and then I mm-hmm. was like not doing as much stand up, but I was doing my second city semester, which is like all virtual, mm. um, or most of it was virtual. And then um, I think your shows was one of the first ones I did. Um, after or like when COVID Coming was happening, yeah, like stay at home, yeah, yeah, and then I I might have done like a park show. I did I did a lot of like, do you know Jamal, Gushan? Yes, yeah. I yeah. did a lot of his stuff before. He was like one of the first people to book me. Okay, in Chicago. Um, oh yeah, and yeah, so I did like your show might have been the last one I did, and then I moved to New York. Here, yeah, because like, you went back home. Yeah, because you're from the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Maryland. So I went I went to I lived like at my dad's house for like two three months, mm-hmm. and then I I moved to New York. But yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I feel like that's a lot of people's things. It's like they don't necessarily see you. Yeah, if you're not here, it's like there are other opportunities to like perform and like hone your skills for sure and yeah i guess sometimes it is like nice to like not yeah i don't know to build up the confidence other places so then when you do step into a space it's like more intense let's call it that (laughs) yeah i've never been like an open mic i've never loved Mm -hmm. micing um it's rough i think i maybe did one Mm -hmm. open mic when i was doing comedy in chicago it was like cic Mm -hmm. and i did it like two times Mm -hmm. and the first time i did it jamal booked me Mm mm-hmm and then the second time I did it, I got like booked again. So it's like after that, I, like people, you're getting booked, and then people just book you right. more. No, so, yeah, I don't know. And then, yeah, yeah, I started making more when I moved to Brooklyn because I was like, oh, nobody knows me here. I have to actually work. Yeah. What was the process of like starting? Like, because I mean, yeah, you kind of have built up a thing here, but then going going to a new place, starting over again, and like reintroducing yourself yeah. to a space. So I ended up moving to Brooklyn because. I used to work this like virtual and I moved to my dad's house. I had this virtual job. Like what working. was the job? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I always try to define. Uh, so I was like a, um, I was like an experiential learning coordinator for like nurses who were for a nursing college. Okay. For nurses who were getting their master's degree. And it's like, okay, well, okay. first of all, I'm not qualified. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got that job. Well, I got the job because my my um, my um interview was, like, virtual. Mm-hmm. So I, like, Googled, what do they be asking? On- <laughs> 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 what do they be asking in job interviews? And I was oh like, I just, God. like, researched and I, like, wrote down, like, lines for me to say. Yeah. And I had, like, a doc pulled up and I was, like, prepared to, like, I was, like, reading off a script when they were asking me questions. So they oh, hired me because I, like, got everything right. No, totally. <laughs> <laughs> that's really smart. I feel like uh, I've done a number of those. Well, was it how many interviews was it one? This is a really random thing. It was, but I'm just like curious. It was only one. What interview? I feel like okay. Now that I'm like I'm like what the hell? But yeah. like I've done a number of those, and it's like okay, so it's gonna be seven. Um, you're crazy. gonna meet with this lady first, and then like you might talk to this guy two times, and then we'll do another round, and it's just like it's demoralizing. It's insane. like why do I have to talk to some? It's like can't y'all just come together one time? Yeah. It's like y'all have meetings all day long. Can I just hop on the meeting real They're quick? They're just giving you the runaround, right? It just like it's like okay, you you don't need anybody for two months, so yeah. I'm just gonna talk to seven different people. Yeah. Over the course of eight weeks. It's so stupid. And it's for like no, a job yeah. that pays like 20 bucks an hour. Like, no, entirely. Be entirely. real. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. No, entirely. Um, but, no, yeah, but sorry, continue. I, um, so I did that. 
it turned out the job was like so hard and they fired me after three weeks (laughs) (laughs) it was like really really hard and i could not do it why is it so hard because you have i I don't it was like a bunch of like like they gave me a computer and Uh i had to learn like something like b2b like my brain does not work like that like i don't know what like i can't use (laughs) computers okay (laughs) i can't memorize like i had to like memorize like a bunch of like like nursing like medical vocab and like but like i did not first of all i didn't even know what my job title was i was like i don't know what i'm doing right and i think they caught on that i was like this is just like we just hired a little girl right So they fired me after three weeks and I was like so bummed because my plan was to like, oh, I'm just going to like save up a bunch of money and then mm-hmm. move to New York. And I was like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, what's going to happen? This literally sucks so bad. Mm-hmm. So I just like um, like lied on my resume that I lived in Brooklyn already. Mm. And I sent out a bunch of like applications to like um, Indeed, just okay. like random <laughs> shit. Like you just said, a bu- just like you wanted to work at Indeed, the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey guys, Indeed, please hire me. <laughs> but you said, okay, so you just like lied yeah. about living there already. I lied about hopes. living there, um, and then uh, I sub- I submitted an application to this like pediatric dentistry. Mm-hmm. And how did you? <laughs> Are you as like a receptionist? Oh, for sure. Were you qualified for that? No, but um, <laughs> they liked the summer beforehand. I had taught improv at like a Jewish summer camp, so I like had experience with kids a little bit. So they liked that. Um, and Did I that come in handy. Yeah, and it was also like a practice owned by like two Indian men. Okay. And I have a, an Indian name. Oh. So they definitely thought I was Indian. For sure. But then I, I came in and they interviewed and they hired me anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like, I they, yeah, they like called me and I was, they're like, can you like come in on Tuesday? And I was like, I'm like in a completely different state. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I just like got it on the bus <laughs> and I went to New York and I interviewed there and then I got the job uh-huh. and I was like, oh shit, now I have to find somewhere to live. Um, so I crashed with my... My I, my the work the job was in Williamsburg. I don't mm. know if you know where that is. Kind of yeah. And then my aunt's house wow, was calling in. Calling me out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I didn't no, know yeah, the neighborhoods. No, for sure. It was um, in Williamsburg. And my aunt's house was in Jamaica Queens. Okay. Which is far away, like two and a half hours on no, the train. Yeah. So Damn. I like lived in her basement on like an air mattress. Um, Damn. And um, I commuted just back and two forth. and a half hours back 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 and forth to work until i like i lived there for a month and then oh. i like finally made a thousand dollars i got <laughs> and then i moved in with three random crazy people that i found <laughs> on facebook to brooklyn and then when i was able to like be closer so i wasn't just spending all of my time like commuting i was mm-hmm. able to start doing like mics and stuff get back into it yeah, oh, yeah. So that's what that how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> how was the three crazy? Do you st- you don't still live with them? Oh no no no! Gotcha. Um, so it was that four people was total. Really insane. Yeah, it was four people total. How did you find? What was the deal? So one of them I just like found on like a bu- like I was in a bunch of Facebook groups like looking for roommates. Uh-huh. Um, one of them I found there. 
she was the, probably the craziest one. And I had the feeling that she was <laughs> crazy as well. But I don't know. I like to like give people the benefit of the doubt. Her profile picture was like a super zoomed in, like blurry. <laughs> it was like she didn't she just didn't look well. <laughs> and the way she would talk would be like okay. <laughs> But I also needed to get out of my aunt's house because she had like an ant infestation. Oh, and, and they were, were the like basement. crawling on my clothes and stuff. No, it was too much. Yeah. It was just very bad. Yeah. Um, it was definitely like just in a pinch. I need to. I said I, I need live to in New like York. Leave. I need to be in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I found one of them that way. And then another one I found off another site. And she was like, she's the reason I have this piercing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like we start. We just, I it's like further down a rabbit hole. It's like crazy. <laughs> so wait, how did the piercing come? Okay, so they both live together. No, I just found these people. Two, oh, you just found this. And then the okay. third guy just came with the apartment. Oh, and you brought them together. I brought them together. Oh, so I was kind of like the. Oh, um, so you were the ringleader of this kind of band of misfits yeah and so it's a very shitty apartment we had a shitty landlord yeah. it was like infested with mice and jeez, oh, just terrible and mm. then um so basically the guy who had a girlfriend started hooking up with both of them oh i know my god i know what? i know i know <laughs> would the girlfriend come around yeah and i would have to i would just be like hey <laughs> Right, like go in my room. No, no, that's the absolute worst feeling when you know. Well, like when you know someone, but I'm like, but it's like you you know, know them. Yeah, and it's like, what am I gonna do? Like blow up your like? Because she knew she was being cheated on. Because that wasn't the first time he was also cheating on her with everybody else in Brooklyn. Oh, so he was just like out. He was just he out was there. like it's like a Haitian dude, like you oh, know. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was like for sure. <laughs> no, totally. Okay. So um, that was like drama, and yeah. everybody was like kind of like weird and in their feelings all the time. Uh-huh. So that's when I started like, oh, okay, like, I can't be in the house anymore. Let me take an improv class. <laughs> <laughs> Like I need something to do with just a few hours a day. Yeah, but, like, and that's how I started doing comedy again. Oh, that's a- <laughs> <laughs> it was just to be honest with you. I feel like that's what it is sometimes. I feel like I started doing comedy because like my mom and my little brother moved with it in with me during pandemic, and I was like, I need to talk to somebody. Like I need something else yeah, to do. Like I need sure. to get out of this apartment. So even if it's not safe, I'm just gonna be like, come to the park. We're all gonna <laughs> tell jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So I feel you. Not a you know very different situation, but it also feels like you were like reality television. It was. I had never. It feels like there should have been cameras everywhere in that place. There should have been. It was really insane. It was really just crazy. And like you just in the confessional being like whatever dude's name was like at it again. You know what I mean? I know. And he was the most normal. He was the most normal one. The 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 other girl. So one of the the crazy ones stayed there for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the other girl ended up moving out because someone tackled her. <laughs> she was like coming home late. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she was like what coming happened? home late at night, and someone like tackled her and stole her iPhone. Oh no! <laughs> and she was like, I don't want to live in this neighborhood anymore. <laughs> So she left. 
oh my god okay that's um, really like, i feel for her i get that yeah. uh, when you the first when you first said it i thought it was like some sort of like housing drama like she got tackled in the no, apartment she got someone else tackled her and like stole her phone <laughs> she like i was thinking about that the other day i was like do people still steal phones like are they valuable enough to like i remember no, when, when I iphones were first coming out it was like a thing yeah i think it's also mm-hmm. just like okay, I, I was in crown heights mm-hmm I would hate to I hate to say that she looks like someone that you can like rob. She looks like looks robbable. <laughs> Whatever that means to you in your mind, listener. She looked. But robbable. that was the vibe. Like it's sure. like of course, <laughs> like that, that's not gonna happen to me. But that would happen to you, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I feel that. Yeah. But yeah, she worked at a tattoo shop, and then I just like went out with her and her coworkers one night, uh-huh. and I got on their good side, and they hooked me up with this. Damn, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, that's, that's my living benefit. situation no totally hell yeah, yeah. um oh my goodness that's so <laughs> it's like crazy that's so crazy okay so then you start doing the improv classes i mean what uh doing mics out in new york and just sort of like then transitioning into stand up yeah so how did that feel for you it felt really good like mm-hmm. um so I started improv classes at the BCC, Brooklyn mm-hmm. Comedy Collective. Mm-hmm. Um, and my teacher was in like an improv troupe called Ladies Who Ranch. Her name's Maya. Oh, yeah. You know Ladies Who Ranch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they at the time were hosting like a weekly mic. Mm-hmm. So that's like the first mic I did when I was in New York. Mm-hmm. And it was like a pretty big one. I'd never experienced something like that. And I did really well because I was just doing my, like, my show material mm-hmm. at the mics. Because I was like, oh, I just need to let people know who I am. Um, but the Brooklyn mic scene is completely different than Chicago because it's like everyone's kind of like around my age, mm-hmm. and they're also How old just are like you? I'm 24. I'm turning 24. Good for you. On okay. the ninth. <laughs> turning 24 on the ninth. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, okay, this interview is over. Get out. <laughs> you're yeah. tw- oh, you're 23. Yeah, I'm 23. You're my reverse age. Oh my god, that's crazy. I people always get mad at me when I tell them how old I am. No, that's amazing. No, that's, I'm happy for you. I mean, I look 26, so it's fine. That's where you say yes, can you? Look yes, 20- yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, no, for sure. So it just is like a everyone's young and fun and flirty and yeah, thriving. Yeah, it just felt more like culturally a fit for me. For um, sure. Like I don't know. I just kind of felt like in the Chicago scene, I didn't really feel like a part of it and then I don't know, it's just more my vibe, more my speed. It's like, For you sure. know. No, yeah. It's definitely um, a little older. I feel like the mics are like, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And then in New York, there's just so many people doing stand-up. So it's like, mm-hmm. the mics have like great crowds and like, mm-hmm. um, you can do multiple a night and mm-hmm. like, you develop really quickly because you're just doing it so much. Mm-hmm. Um so that was cool, and then I started, so I started doing the mics, and then I just was, like, started doing um, kind of, like, independent shows, like, people who were, like, just putting up shows, like, at bars and stuff at the mm-hmm. same level as me, like, started booking me on shows and stuff. Um, and then, um, yeah, then I guess more people just started booking me, and then more people saw me, and I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and then I was able to stop doing mics and just start, just do shows and just stuff. Just doing shows. Yeah. No, for sure. What did you try before stand? I mean, so you went to Columbia for comedy. Uh-huh. Was comedy always the thing you wanted to do? Like, Yeah, I mean, um, I went with the intention of like, oh, I want to write t- like TV shows. Like, I never thought mm-hmm. I'd try stand-up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did try it because uh, Columbia has this program, like, uh, 5C. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the comedy club but it's like just like a it's kind of like an open mic but it's even looser because mm-hmm. they just have like a bunch of people they have like half for sketch half for stand up mm-hmm. and you'll just like get up in front of a room and like try some stuff and then go around and like workshop it mm-hmm. um so that was like my first experience like doing stand up but it was just me reading like I had been writing stand-up before, mm-hmm. just like, oh, I'm, like, me. I don't know. I was, like, playing with it. Yeah, um, like, in your notes, uh, just notes. And, yeah, and, like, my journals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'd been, so I'd been I was writing say diary, and I was yeah, like, that's that's offensive. literally what it was. <laughs> no, it was, no, like, my diary. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'd been writing, like, since I was, like, 16. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I was also, like, I made vines when i was younger you did yeah i had like 45k on vine i was like serious yeah so i was like micro vining micro and what yeah what was your thing on vine it was just like just funny like little funny little things i deleted it all you deleted it all i deleted it all because i got it got too much for me when people at school started to know that you were a micro influencer. That I was a micro influencer of Micro vines. And then a big viners were like stealing my vines and like popping off with them. So I deleted it all. Damn. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah, that is a thing. And, and they I, would like DM me and tell me, oh my God, I'm literally going to steal all your vines. And I'd be like, uh, okay. Thinking they were joking, but it was actually real. That's insane. They would really <laughs> hate you up. That's insane. Yeah. Well, it's also crazy too. Like nowadays, I feel like with like TikTok and everything else, it's like, it's just straight up just like, oh, so I saw someone do this video and I'm just going to do the same exact thing. Yeah. Like, between like audios or whatever. And it's like, it's one thing, I guess. Well, also it's like, it's weird seeing people take like stand up audio right. and then like deliver it like in their like living room yeah. like in their t- yeah like a tiktok in their living room just being like it's really weird it's so strange yeah i don't understand that at all my vines were more like slices of life okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that no for sure no, <laughs> i would be totally. playing i would be playing two different people and just like hold the phone on different sides no totally. myself have you ever wanted to go back to uh back to uh, the, the the internet clip life absolutely not absolutely not that's i just hate it no i mean <laughs> I, I would it. i mean that's wild i, mean, I make yeah. tiktoks now but they're just like dancing <laughs> <laughs> just like i don't talk really <laughs> are you good at the dance trends no and i only have like 200 followers it's just for me and my gotcha. friends no yeah it's just cute <laughs> i only ever tried the savage one this is like that's literally it the yeah the savage. first one yeah the first one <laughs> I tried the first one and I was like, this is hard. I was like, is there an app that shows you how to do it while you're doing it? Or you just have to learn it? Kids are on a different wave now. They're like, everybody's so good at dancing. It's insane. Well, uh, yeah, I guess it's also like their brains are younger. So like they can just pick up choreography like like that. The choreography is like crazy. Like like, this is real choreography and like footwork. And it's like insane. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know how y'all are doing that shit. I know. Like... I think about like what like everyone okay like when I was coming out of like high school going to college like Instagram was a thing right so like everyone was trying to be like really like artsy with their photographs and everyone was trying to be a photographer mm-hmm. now I feel like yeah everyone's trying to be a dancer 
Kind yeah. of. I don't know. I don't know. The internet's weird. I love it though. I love TikTok. I'm gonna like, get addicted to it. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah. yeah. Really, have you tried? Oh, have you tried Threads yet? No. Are you gonna go down the? Th- are you a Twitter heard, person? Yeah, I've heard that it's not great. Oh I, yeah. Because you can't like. <laughs> You can't like say slurs on there. <laughs> 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 you can't Damn. call people like slurs on there, so <laughs> that's, the biggest, that's the biggest. You can't joke Draw around back. on there like Twitter. Damn. Well, I guess. I guess I gotta keep both. No, I'll take. I'll, I'll keep that in back of mind. I was, I was never a Twitter girly, so I'm like, okay, I'll give. Uh, I tweet, but like threads a try. I don't but tweet now a that bunch, I know. and like I only have eight hundred followers, so it's like low key. No, for sure. My God, it's crazy. I don't know. It's just nuts uh, how much like followers have just come into um, just regular conversation. I know. In terms of just like what you do, how you just how you present yourself. Right. I mean, this isn't like any sort of like new subject. I don't think I'm groundbreaking ground here <laughs> talking about this, but it's just like it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know because it's like with well the threads now it's like <clears throat> I think I've hit like two hundred something. Oh, that's good. Didn't that just come out? Yeah, that's really good. Right, but that I think that's the draw. That's the benefit for some people where it's just like okay, you have this sort of like instant followership, so you're not just like. Te- like te- yelling into the void yeah. through another app but like sometimes yelling into the void is nice it is really nice but then like I'll yell into the void on Twitter and then I just like for the like seven people that I do know it's like all people that I like you know what I mean? it's like my yeah. aunt it's like one aunt <laughs> you know, like one aunt like a guy that I used to work at a restaurant with That's like awesome. my sister's best friend I'm like okay well they saw that and now I just feel crazy like you know what I mean it's like now yeah. I feel crazy in front of them but Twitter's all messed up now I don't know if they'll fix it I don't know That's honestly not my my main app so i'm not even worried about it tiktok's your main app not instagram <laughs> oh damn 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 i'm sorry i'm assuming yeah instagram's your main mm-hmm. that's your that's your girl that's my girl <laughs> instagram instagram is like um linkedin for me for sure I and then that. tiktok is like my instagram <laughs> 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 it's gonna be a number of those i feel like throughout this interview it's just me being like mm, totally let me write that down instagram linkedin, is linkedin tiktok. <laughs> tiktok is my instagram yeah. okay no, no, yeah no i uh good to know for myself i'm gonna go after this i'm just gonna do a bunch of um, a bunch of both and see if anything kicks off for me yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah and hit threads and just like see if I can hit any you know what I mean yeah. like anything with well now little, I'm like, curious about threads now I'm thinking maybe I should I will say this the one thing that everyone's realizing is that the second you download threads you can't get rid of threads you can't take Cur- it off oh yeah currently currently <laughs> your eyes your eyes <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> That's what? insane. I think it's just going to be a thing for a little bit. Is it like an added like Instagram? It's like it's a thing for Instagram, kind of like CapCut is for... No, it's just a whole other separate thing. You can't... So you can't delete the app off your phone? No, you can't delete the app. You what? can't You can't delete your Threads account. You can't delete your Threads account without deleting your Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. 
That's crazy. And that's the clip. And that's that the should clip. be that's illegal. The <laughs> that the cannot first. be legal. I think, I think <laughs> it will change. I know it does sound insane because, yeah, there are never people have been like, oh, I just went on to go like see what's up. And now it's like, oh, fuck. Like, it's I'm just on here now. Damn. It is kind of weird to have like one person have like all your stuff. It feels like right. like all of your thoughts in like right. different capacities. And it shouldn't be Zuckerberg. No, I don't know why everyone seems to think that, that we're like rooting for like the better guy. No, it shouldn't be him. No, it, I don't know who. I don't think it should be anybody. anybody. But yeah, no, it's not. But he got him. It's He's so got terrible. like fifty million people on. I there. think we'll live long enough to see social media crash and burn. To be honest. Well, yeah, I think people might just stop using it altogether. Yeah, that's what it's seeming like. Because it's like, if Twitter dies, I'm not going to another app. If Instagram dies, I'm just gonna be chilling. I'm not doing all that. How are you? How, like you're just like playing with the court. <laughs> That's the other thing. I feel like you're one of the most nonchalant. Of, like I've seen you hate. Like it's not like we see each other all the time. Uh-huh. But I feel like you're one of the most nonchalant. You're just twirling the cord as you're like, yeah, I think it, I think social media is gonna die soon. I think it's out. I think it's out. I think it's just going. It's like I wish we just had a camera on the other side to see you just like twirling whatever, like whatever. I'm like playing. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, no, yeah, that's been the thing though. Is I think I th- uh, sorry, and we'll get off we'll get off the subject. But I do think at some point it will. I think have other regular capacities. I think right now they're just like everyone's gonna be here. You're, no one's going anywhere. It's crazy because it's changed so much, and now it's so commercialized and messed up. That's why I run my Instagram like an idiot. It's like my little protest, my little personal personal <laughs> protest. I run it like it's 2014. I already tried to. Just okay. with my, I don't know. like, run Instagram <laughs> like it's 2014. <laughs> I'm just here to take notes from the youth. I'm just like, this is actually you're never leaving this place. I'm just after this is done, I'm just like suck out your soul, and it's like yeah. this is. I'm slowly becoming the the greatest, the biggest, like the Ursula of comedy. <laughs> um No, totally. Okay, so different. Okay, well, okay. You, we kind of touched on all the things sort of like leading up to the thing. We hit mm-hmm. this earlier just in terms of your introduction, but you have been working on SNL the last, like... Yeah, since December. Since December, for like yes. Months. For six months, yeah. That's crazy. You only did it for six months? It's literally and insane. And the strike hit? Yeah. That's Because they hired me mid-season. They did, I, I, I auditioned in um, last summer, mm-hmm. and then I didn't get it. Did you audition, like, uh, to be on, or... yeah. So I, um, so how, okay, so this is how it happened. I put all the pieces together afterwards. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because at first you're like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but so I was doing mics in Brooklyn Mm -hmm. and I met these twins who, (laughs) (laughs) the way you tell stories, dude. (laughs) Okay. I met these twins. Yes. Um, at an open mic, and they host Annabelle. Their name is Annabelle and Sabina Meshki, mm-hmm. and they host a show called Triple Auditions. At, they do one at BCC and they do one at Union Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did the one at BCC, um, and one of their friends, who also went to NYU, her mm-hmm. name is Zoe. Mm-hmm. She is Devin Walker's girlfriend. Okay, who's a cast member, but he wasn't at the time. Yeah. Um. But she saw me at their show, mm-hmm. and she told him about me and told mm-hmm. him to book me on his show 
at the Jane Hotel that he hosts with with Gary Gary Richardson and yeah. Alex English. Yeah. And Gary then Gary saw my set and then Gary got me the audition and then he pushed for me so hard. Um, yeah. And that's how I got it. So I got so I auditioned. I didn't get cast. I but they did call me back for a meeting about writing. Like the the callbacks were like cast happened the day after so i was just like super bummed i was like oh damn i just didn't get anything it sucked but then Mm -hmm. they hit me up a week later Mm -hmm. and they and i had some meetings with producers about Mm -hmm. writing Mm -hmm. and then they didn't hire me then either (laughs) they didn't hire me then either (laughs) okay so remember (laughs) when we were talking about the like seven step interview process this is your seven step interview (laughs) process yeah 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 yeah. um and then okay really quick before you get into before we go further when you auditioned originally, did you do characters? No, I did uh, five minutes of just my material. Oh, really? Just stand up. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my stand up is super dry. Mm-hmm. So I think they knew that. Yeah. <laughs> I think they knew. <laughs> <laughs> my place. No, for um, sure. Uh, but yeah, so then I had meetings with producers that didn't hire me. And then they were like, oh, I had like a meetings with like my management and stuff and they're like they were talking about maybe swinging back around next season or uh, mid-season i was like oh it sounds like a bunch of coulda woulda shouldas but it sounds like a bunch of hookaboo whatever it's like i'm over it are you still working at the dentist place no oh not at all oh okay okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) i hate that place so much it was it was a terrible job terrible job they didn't even give me dental isn't that messed up no dental that doesn't make any sense that's like okay this is funny that you bring this up but that's like i was talking to this guy who works as a union rep and he was saying that union reps like working for unions is actually they don't have the same like workers rights as you as the people that they're working for to help yeah isn't that crazy yeah this this country doesn't make any damn sense but that uh, sorry that just reminds me i had yeah full on other things there was like no union no nothing i was just like there just just give me 20 bucks an hour that's it (laughs) (laughs) like like, don't expect us to look at your teeth not a once no nothing at all but 20 bucks um not even like a teeth oh actually no it was 18 bucks an hour jeez louise um so i was like kind of going through it and then no i still i don't i know i don't work right now not with the strike Mm -hmm. but snl is pretty like intense no you can't really do anything else but during okay so but you got they're like we might circle back mid-season you're like okay sure fine whatever we'll see about that was basically and so yeah then i was then then i was still working at the dentist yeah i was working at the dentist for more months i'm sorry that was i think meant now (laughs) i was like no (laughs) so like so you're doing snl and the dentist at the same time (laughs) that's literally what my aunt asked she was like oh so now so now you have two jobs (laughs) yeah i I told her i worked at snl she's like oh so you only have to uh work at the dentist half half of the week she's like so you're there so you're there monday monday wednesday at the dentist saturday no so saturdays you're not at the dentist at all okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah omg okay so they're like we might circle back you're yeah. i'm assuming feeling frustrated i'm feeling know. absolutely awful i'm just like mm-hmm. oh my gosh because it's like it's not it's like not even it's not like i'm having a good life <laughs> it's like my yeah. i'm like struggling yeah i'm barely making enough money i live with these crazy people <laughs> my house there's like <laughs> rats in it like yeah. uh, i'm just like no nah, i'm just like not having a fun time no, um for sure 
and so I just kind of like toughed it out and I, I was waking up at, at the time I was waking up at like 6 a.m. every single yeah. day for the work, dentist office or for just the dentist office <laughs> and then I would work until 6 p.m. and then I do comedy at night and then I'd like go to bed at like 1 or 2 no, a.m. Yeah. and then do it again mm-hmm. for like every single day yeah so um, then you were like grinding the grinding yeah you then you there you then I, I was super I was super grinding mm-hmm. um but yeah and then it kind of it's crazy the way it happened because um I was like reaching my breaking point mm-hmm um, it was Thanksgiving and, um, I had gotten an email from my landlord informing us that my roommates had not paid rent in six months. <gasps> oh my God. And they owed him $8,000. <laughs> so you had been paying, you had been yeah, paying. I had been Just paying. individually? Yeah, just individually. I was got just like telling him. My roommates hadn't paid rent in six months. So, and my lease was going to be up December 1st. And oh he sent God. us this email on November 24th. Basically saying, you have to pay me $8,000 to renew the lease. And then also I'm raising the rent after that. Oh, my God. What was he going to raise it to? He was going to raise it like. Like how much was it like or like how many more like another thousand like what? It was a lot. It was like I would have to I was going to end up paying like two to three hundred more. But I think he was just also wanted us out because they were terrible people. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm tired of the love triangles. They were never paying their rent or like it was just like a terrible slum, like just awful. The tenants below us had to like be kicked out by the police. It was just a terrible situation. Yeah. Um, So he sent us that email. On Thanksgiving, my lease was going to be up in, like, five days, and I didn't have enough money to, like, move or do anything. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, so I guess I'm just going to, like, go back home mm-hmm. with my dad mm-hmm. if this doesn't work out. But but the week before, I had I had, had a, a meeting mm-hmm. with Ego mm-hmm. um, from SNL, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of hoping that that worked out, and it came in, like, the perfect timing. What did you guys meet about? Just like Writing. Talk? Oh, for her? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they swung back around, mm-hmm. and I was like, I kind of was like not banking on it, just because it had fell through the last time, and I was like, this could go either way. But also, I felt like, oh, okay, I'm like outgrowing my current situation. It just feels like mm-hmm. something is gonna happen. Right, something's gotta take um, off. Yeah, and then they they hired me. Mm-hmm. Like I found out about it the next week, mm-hmm. so that was really good. And then I just ended up like squatting in my apartment for another month. Because it takes a long time to like forcibly remove people legally <laughs> in New York. It's a tenant state. <laughs> no, for sure. Well, yeah, I feel like I mean that was. I think we learned that during um, pandemic. Yeah, there were people just like I'm not paying rent. Yeah, and landlords were like, okay, well, yeah, the, the court's closed, so I can't really do anything about this right now. Yeah, so I ended up like squatting um, for a month, and then SNL paid me, and I used all of the money to like get out of there. No, for sure. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a that is a <laughs> It's like an odyssey. No, I mean that's insane. Yeah, no, that's See, the first so you were squatting the first month of working at SNL. Pretty much. I was squatting and I like lived in a twins I, my I it was a twin size bed <laughs> like in the shitty rat infested apartment and then I would go to like Rockefeller Center and just be hanging out with like millionaires. It was like really insane. Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> that's yeah that's wild it's like and then my life just changed like so fast yeah in like a small amount of time it was just kind of like 
it was so crazy. No, yeah. What was it like? Yeah, I mean, yeah. What was that? Pro- I mean, yeah, for you, how did that? F- I mean, obviously, you're like, okay, well, I have a job now. Yeah. So that's cool. It was crazy. Um, I did a lot of like. I think the now I'm I'm still doing this, but it's like, I feel most of my life I've kind of been in like survival mindset. Mm-hmm. So it's like, the first beginning of it like Mm -hmm. when it started i was just like getting used to not being like a like i would just have residual worry Mm -hmm. in me and then i'd like be like stop and just like wait oh my gosh i have nothing nothing's wrong Mm -hmm. i'm just like worrying right Right, you're waiting for some like shoe to drop and it's like all it all goes away yeah Yeah. i'm like that's not gonna happen and Mm -hmm. then i was just getting used to like not um being poor just like certain habits that i had that that i had to like unlearn i'm like oh wait i can like have sushi for lunch instead of like some bullshit from the deli right some weird combination (laughs) of things that are just like in my house yeah yeah so it was a lot of just like changing my mindset to fit my my current situation right no i mean well i mean i can imagine okay one yes personally the, yeah. like on the personal side of it and like the financial side of it and being like okay well i'm i'm in a better place now like yeah. i'm in a solid stable place but also going through that but then going through like this crazy like i mean the schedule i, I mean i've it seen that insane. documentary or whatever about the like the week at yeah. snl like that schedule is insane yeah. and it's not like they're giving you i'm a, i'm assuming there isn't any sort of like like you know like There's when you no first training. you're like a freshman in college and they're like the intro like hey we're gonna get you like no sorted out the first day i started on kiki palmer's episode and i oh started my God. yeah i started oh on a God. tuesday not a monday so i missed pitch i came in on uh-huh. writing night uh-huh. um and writing night you stay there until like 5 a.m almost mm-hmm. or like long, like you stay yeah, there the whole day hours. yeah um but they basically like gave me a tour mm-hmm. um they showed me where the bathrooms were and then they <laughs> showed me my desk and they said write a sketch <laughs> So that's what I did. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like there's no bathrooms over here. Your desk is over here. There's a computer. <laughs> yeah, and they do you know how to use this? Yeah, <laughs> you're like um yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really crazy. Um, but yeah, the you kind of just learn as you go. Mm-hmm. But I oh, was yeah. it was really daunting because I hadn't really done sketch in a long time. Like I had done the. Um, college night at the annoyance but it was improvised sketch Mm -hmm. and i had done like some sketch writing in college but i like i didn't consider sketch to be my thing Mm -hmm. so i was it was just like a lot of like i feel like my first couple of weeks like i mean i did get some things on but just Mm -hmm. it it felt kind of rough because i was kind of like learning like structure like what's gonna work in this setting like oh what makes me laugh may not make uh a whole room full of like 50 year old guys who are like in production laughs so right. it's like um just learning like snl and getting like adapted to that was really crazy no totally did you have a, like a office that you shared with someone else like yeah, was that I shared a it new with person to- oh yeah. so you guys shared an office Ego and, and allison um who's one of the head writers that's gotcha. where i started and i i had like a card table for a while like not even a real desk <laughs> i was like writing on a card table what was it like being in the office with, I mean, it was with so these scary. two? Because, I mean, Ego Nwotam is, like, just a very much, yeah. I mean, she's definitely, I don't know, she's um, 
amazing. Yeah, but, um, I was just flabbergasted. Like every, everybody's just kind of like a genius. Yeah, no, in yeah. a way that's like really intimidating. Like the way they write is so fast, and the way they come up with stuff is like just so. Well, yeah, people that have also just like been in the yeah, cycle been of doing it. it a long time. Yeah, how is it? I feel like it'd be impossible to not. I mean, how did you? I don't know if you did, but like in terms of imposter syndrome and like feeling that. I felt that. super out of place. Yeah. And like super like, I'm just so out of my depth here. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think I feel that a lot of the times and then it just takes like a couple of weeks, just like adjustment. There's like mm-hmm. a learning curve for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very weird because it's like, I would be like, I was just like walking around, just like looking at the names, like and the pictures on the walls, and mm-hmm. I like pass people and be like, "Oh my god, it's so crazy!" Because like I was, you, you were on, you're on literally on TV, and now you're here, and I'm just here, and I'm here, and I'm just, and I'm just here, and I'm just here, and, right? Know, and we're talking. You're like, and I'm allowed to like just walk around the space and I just know. like, I'm like you're like I have clearance. I was like, like walking around asking, I'm like, can I? There's like seltzer water. I'm like, is that? Can I have? Is that for me? Can I have that? That's crazy. And I think like the first couple weeks I like brought my laptop and I would um hide like in the I would like find a closet mm-hmm. to hide in and right? Mhm. Cuz I was just so freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I totally get that. I mean, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, but now I've kind of gotten used to it and it mm-hmm. feels more like kind of like family vibes and like No, yeah. Chill. Your first um like table just presenting your ideas to the group how was that that was so scary (laughs) i i i was literally so scared for Mm -hmm. the first month or two that i worked there how did it go the first time you like did you make anybody laugh in that room yeah which was really surprising and how did it feel yeah (laughs) it felt really good Mm -hmm. but also it's like a lot of the sketches are like writing is so collaborative Mm -hmm. by the time it got to table it was like okay well I was in the room when it happened, <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't, it didn't feel like super close to home because like, mm. oh, I didn't write that line. But mm-hmm. um, even like pitching at like table, like just like jokes and stuff, whatever stuff would land, it would like it felt mm-hmm. I'd, like, you f- it, it feels super scary to like speak mm-hmm. and like just put yourself out there. And even with like just the first time doing anything, like I remember uh, I like wrote one of the promos and they you like sit in a chair with like by the director and you're like they show you like stuff on the monitor and like when something was like off center and I was like oh do I should I say something or should I not so I'm like thinking like oh what do I know I'm like have, have, none of these people have caught it so it's like what do I like why is that yeah but it, I think it's just like learning to be like oh no I'm here because I proved myself to be mm, trusting capable. your voice yeah. yeah if you see something weird yeah if you see something say something yeah you know I mean like yeah just go yeah. for it and if it's like if it's wrong whatever but at least you like at least you said it right yeah so now now i'm getting to the point where i'm like feeling more like oh yeah i'm here because i because i because i can hold my weight because i can hold my weight um yeah no that's wild dude yeah that's a wild (laughs) just that's that's, crazy and it's also crazy because i'm like the youngest writer so it's like double like i'm new Mm -hmm. i'm young i have no idea what's going on i'm like whoa no totally that's insane. Um, were you ever, like, as a kid, were you a big, like, I'm putting on a show, like, I'm, mm. 
like were you like a class clown were you like big on speaking up were you just like i was super quiet and reserved and i had like no friends really yeah in school well i had a couple i mm. made friends by the time i was 16 but mm. <laughs> before then i had like no friends i was a band kid oh um, really? so yeah like a lot of my friends what'd you play the bassoon oh really yeah oh. <laughs> i played the bassoon and then for marching band i did like auxiliary percussion okay so like the the jingles and the like <laughs> and like the sound effects like <sighs> yeah i did that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i was super reserved mm-hmm. i always like i hated class clowns because they mm-hmm. were just like obnoxious and i was mm-hmm. like just like okay you're just like begging for it like yeah i don't know no i feel that that. was my vibe i was more so just like kind of like funny to like my lunch table or like Mm -hmm. the people i was like the people who knew me knew i was like funny but it's Mm -hmm. like anybody else they're like oh she never talks (laughs) yeah that was my vibe for sure no totally um okay one other thing just because you because just because your first episode was kiki palmer and like that was the thing that happened um this last couple of days on Twitter was just her. Oh, her yeah. Her baby daddy just her like going daddy. off um, and just watching. I don't like, I'm like, is the world changing or is it just like, is it an easy thing to just like hop on a dude who doesn't really seem to have a lot going for him besides a kid with a famous person? Um, Were you, did you see any of that? I did hear about it. I wasn't on Twitter for it though. Oh, but- never mind. I did no I did I was aware of what was going on and in my brain I was like that's what you get like why are you <laughs> like your wife like why would you say that about Kiki Palmer like why would you say that like don't do that I know it's crazy it was <laughs> I'm sorry I it was nuts I suppose, uh, well especially because I feel like she uh puts out this like yeah well, a big anytime boss, a man whatever. is like cover up it's like no someone go get him right <laughs> someone get him well it's like you don't even have the assurances of like a ring like you have nothing right now i mean you yeah. have this kid but it's like that doesn't mean anything you have you're living in her house but yeah it's just wild to me i think the internet is that then, way now where it's like if you are if they catch you slipping you will get got <laughs> <laughs> you will get got and i think it goes for anybody not just like guys no entirely no entirely <laughs> it was just crazy because it was like it started on twitter and then it was like uh, it was like from twitter to threads just anywhere and everywhere everyone was just ripping this man apart and they won't and i still don't even know his real name I don't. I don't, I don't think we know. ever will. I no. think it's just gonna be KBD. This is just KPBD. But yeah. Well, but yeah. Prayers to that man. I don't know. Hopefully you get it together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, it was just like I also cannot believe. So you, did you meet her? Mm-hmm. What was that like? It was sorry, really I'm like totally just being insane. Like, um. Uh. She didn't know that I was new. Mm-hmm. So. I think I just gave, like, a really nervous energy. It was, like, my first day in the building. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. She just thought you just weren't there on Monday. <laughs> She's like, yeah. I th- they don't think they tell them what's going on. And then I'll, I just felt super, like, nervous when I was talking. It was, like, was a blur. SZA too, right? And it was SZA. I didn't meet SZA, but I did okay. see SZA. We don't have much interaction with the music hosts unless they're, like, in a sketch or something. Uh-huh. Um but are you guys like watching from the show the performances from the sidelines or no yeah we can watch we watch but Mm -hmm. it's like we don't really have it we can talk to them if we want to but there's like Mm -hmm. no real reason for us to like be interacting with the musical guests Mm -hmm. um she like complimented my hair and i like was i like stopped talking and i paused and i was like (laughs) 
I and mean, I was just like sweating and I was like, I just, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. amazing. I mean, yeah, I don't know. She did it twice. Is this a couple of your hair twice? No, it was Kiki. Kiki Palmer. From, uh, damn. It was, it was twice in the same week and I was like, oh my God. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't, it was a blur. All of it was a blur. No, I mean, I can only imagine. That sounds, that's wild. That's truly wild. That was really crazy. Um, okay, one last SNL question, just because I'm like, the, also because it's just funny hearing you talk about <laughs> these things. Um, what Have you talked to Lauren at all? Have you had any experience with him? Uh, I did hold the door for him once. <laughs> and he said, thank you. Okay. Uh, during pitch, he'll call on me and he'll say, Asha. And uh, during meetings... Mm-hmm. he'll like look me in the eye now but he doesn't i've been told that if you're new don't expect uh-huh. him to look at you or acknowledge your presence until he kind of until until you've 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 it's been established that you're not going anywhere i don't know until he like until he decides until he decides <laughs> yeah until he basically decides. yeah so i haven't had much interaction with him but mm-hmm. he has started to look me in the eye that's huge. Which is huge. That's huge. That's <laughs> <laughs> Which is huge. <laughs> you know what? I you know what? I would take that. I would, I would put that on my bucket list. Yeah, sometimes I'll pass <laughs> and I'll say hi. He'll go, hey. <laughs> so that's really big. That's wild. Um, is there okay, well we're gonna we're coming up to the end of this. Is there anything that you're super proud of so that you in the that six months that you wrote that you're just like, damn yeah, I did this. That was like a like The funeral sketch was so fun. I wrote like a funeral sketch Travis Kelsey's episode. Oh that with, one was like um, my favorite one. I go and she's like yeah. they got, uh what's that weekend and birdies her kind of yeah. what it's like with the buttons and stuff. Yeah. That was, yeah, that, that one was really cool because it came off of it like an idea. Like I saw, um, they have these corpses like put up. Like I saw it on Twitter. It's like it was like <laughs> I saw a tweet. I was like, we should write something. Like, like, <laughs> it was really cool because that was that one felt mm-hmm. like I had my hands all up in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just felt like the most me kind of thing. Hell yeah, yeah. No, totally. Um, wow, this has been a very enlightening. Um, <laughs> interview i've really thank enjoyed you. speaking with or talking with you thank you um so we like to wrap this up uh doing like a sort of like mantra of the week or like words to get by for like the week mm-hmm. so it's basically just like is there like a phrase or like something that you tell yourself <laughs> when you're like going through you know what i mean going through it and just being like okay like this is what i say when like shit feels like it's hit the fan there's something you can take a second to like think about it too no worries but if there's just like a of the week like i don't know if it's of the week well no not of oh, well th- but because this well just a mantra yeah like a mantra not of the week but like since this is like for the podcast like oh, okay. oh for the listeners to like it's a phrase for them to like use for them this is something that stuck with me i like i don't even know where i read this but it just mm-hmm. like stuck with me for like years because i i saw this like somewhere before all of this happened, I think mm-hmm. it was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Don't quit before the miracle. Oh my God, Asha! That's, Isn't that great? Yes, those are definitely words Don't to live by. Don't quit before the miracle. Oh my God, dude! Oh my God, you're gonna make me. Don't make me fucking cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like that's no. Those are that's no. That's um, and I kind of live by that. Whenever stuff gets like hard, I'm like, mm-hmm. what if 
Yeah, I was like, don't quit before the miracle. No, totally. I feel like that totally suits. I feel your like whole... the universe meets you halfway in a lot of things. No, totally. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Oh my god, that's such a lovely note. This has been such a great <laughs> conversation. I'm so excited for Thank you. I'm excited you. for everything that's coming. I hope, fingers crossed, that you guys are back up and running in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, and yeah, they can just like pay people because they got the money. We know you got the money. We know you got the money. So just yeah, pay them. Just do it. Just do it. It's really not that hard. <laughs> oh my god! I'm, I had an Uber driver yesterday. Sorry, this is really going to come to an end. But I had this like, like white guy Uber driver. I guess who's like a f- cameraman or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "So yeah, you heard anything?" He was like trying to explain the whole like writer strike to me yeah. in the Uber, and I was just like, "I feel for you, buddy. I totally get it." But I was just like, "Was he a writer?" No, he was. No, he's a camera guy. Camera oh. operator. Oh well, they're yeah, because they can't work either. That sucks. Right. So he was going. A through lot it. of the production people are going through it. No, yeah, it sounds I, like it was hard. I'd hope by the end of the summer, because I just don't know how people are gonna, especially in cities like New York and LA. It's like the mm. price of living is insane. I don't know how people. Are. No, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, no, I can't imagine. Yeah. Well, uh, to all those out there, know that we're rooting for you. Hopefully, you get the money soon. Um, don't quit before the miracle, dude. Yeah. For real. But Asha, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for listening to Failure with Kenya Lan. If you liked what you heard today, I'm trying this for the first time. I've real I was listening to a podcast the other day and there was like, Oh yeah, you can tell people to follow and like and subscribe and yeah. like rate the podcast. Please do any or all of those things. Um yeah, this is amazing. Asha, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on Failure with me, Kenya Lan. Thank Bye, you. Bye everybody. Yay! It could be worse.